This is a journey into sound. Fattest, funkiest tunes in town. guys good morning <laughs> i'm just feeling my fucking intro song so hard i love it it's my favorite part same i'll second that notion and good morning everybody and thank you for the well wishes welcome back to the cool. channel chris we missed you cool. man i missed y'all yo good morning fly my bad i didn't mean to talk over you bro oh you good you good good morning everybody welcome back chris hope you're doing well Yes, we sir, let brother, people get you. off their whole intros here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we can start off with the disclaimer first, and then we can uh, get to our quotes and get into the day. In honor of you, Chris, we're going to start with you, bro. Good morning, and welcome to the Stockhouse Free Market Show. The first place on Clubhouse is you check in in the morning to get all of your stock news. We are not financial advisors, and this is not financial advice. This is a conversation amongst friends that love talking about stocks and want to improve our profitability by coming here every day and talking about the stock market, what works for us, what's going on that's relevant, and how we're going to use that information to profit. We think education should be accessible and affordable to everyone, so we have a completely free Discord that has tons of resources, over 1,600 amazing members, and it's all different skills levels that are talking about the stock market and trying to grow as well. We also have free classes every single Sunday, and we would love it if you all, whoever's listening right now, would join that community and contribute because together we are so much more powerful than we are individually. Yes, sir. All right. With that said, we like to start off our days with a quote, and uh, I I've got a quote. I was going to do um, something from the uh, Roaring Kitty, uh, whatever, uh, deep fucking value um, uh, speech, uh, but in truth, I don't care, and it's not important. Um, today's uh, quote comes from Warren Buffett, actually, and it's a very short one, um, and it goes like this. Our favorite holding period is forever. Did you guys know that the average holding time for a company in Berkshire Hathaway is 33 years? Uh, so sometimes when we look at other people and we look at other models of profitability and, and you just look at the way that they, uh, and you look at how much money they make, it's like, oh man, of course we got to trade like Warren Buffett. I want to sit on his ideology. I, I love that. But then if you think about the reality of that, it's really not something that most people would probably be interested in doing and is far out of the time frame um, that most people would trade. But yet and still, people quote Warren Buffett all day, right? Um, so it's just an interesting thing about looking at how these things work and is it really going to be relevant for you? That doesn't make him not profitable. It doesn't make him not wise. Um, but not everything's for everybody. Who else got a quote for the day? I got one. Um, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest, um, Benjamin Franklin. And basically just saying invest in yourself, um, 
continue to keep learning and growing. This journey in the stock market is a never ending journey and you can never have enough education, enough knowledge. So yeah, invest in yourself. I've got one as well. So um, if you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. And that's Napoleon Hill. And so how that translates to me is like, we're not going to be experts at everything, right? We're not going to catch every play, but what we can do, what we can focus on is our plan and the way that we execute that and focus on making that uh, the best part about our day. I got one too. Um, invest in yourself. You can afford it. Trust me. This is pretty much a basic quote about, you know, the fundamentals that we should always want to better our lives. And when it comes to investing in the long term, you'll be able to afford better living regardless. I have one. Good morning, y'all. Inspired good morning, by Cassidy. Um, good morning. This one is fall in love with the process and the results will come. And the reason that one speaks to me is because I'm loading up on all the classes I can get. I can't wait to the March 6th. But even um, Olivier knows last night I was talking about taking a video class um, and just now getting all these indicators. So learning how to chart, I'm super, super charged about the educational process. Thank y'all. Cassidy, is your power back on? You're it with is. us every day. Thank okay, you. thank yes. you. Thank you so much. It is. Thank you. I got one real quick. Um, good morning again. Feeling good this morning. Uh, my quote for today is if you're gonna run from the work, you might as well have from the money. So basically, I'm saying that to say this like, so many people DM us and what stops to get today? When should I get in? And <laughs> when should I get out? And are you still holding? And like, you got to do your own homework. You can't go off somebody else's word, even us. And we're pretty good. We've been hitting all week and all last week. But, you know, you want to do your own homework. You want to do your own due diligence because we might be having a bad day. We might we might have missed something. And then when you lose, you're going to blame us. So always be willing to do your own homework, do your own due diligence. We done gave you all plenty of websites. We got the Discord. We got all these things for you to look up the stocks yourself, learn how to do it yourself so you can be sure and you can make your own moves. That's my quote for the day. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was fire. Uh, that, that's it right there. Uh, and also, if, if we do make mistakes, I, I, I know that we're all like trying to proactively correct ourselves and, and add and add more clarity onto things that we're talking about. Um, to that point, I actually made a like if you guys check out our Instagram right now, I made a fairly long post uh, about what futures are and it's got graphics. It took me like more than five minutes to make. Um, I don't want to say how long. Anyways, um, because I, I know we talk about them every day, but I really want to get to the point where I say like, who has anything to say about futures in the whole room? <laughs> It's just hands up because we've been thinking about it. You guys have been following the chart. You know what I'm thinking about. You know what it means. You know what its relevancy is. And you have opinions. Um, I love that we don't always have to disagree. Um, but yeah, and, and maybe after this, I'll, I'll actually make a post showing the what I'm looking at on the future chart because some other people have asked me and I, and I sent it to them and they're like, oh, this makes way more sense. Um, so I'll kind of do it slightly differently today um, and not talk about the patterns, but definitely talk about activation levels and, and we can still take a look at it. Um, so uh, if we're looking at our futures, so I want to look at the S&P 500 um, futures first and the ticker for that is forward slash ES. 
Um, so I'm looking at it on a daily chart right now. And if we look at the past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days, have been trading almost in a range, right? It's a bar. Um, and this is a consolidation pattern. Now, what I want to see um, when I see a consolidation pattern um, is like a, a tightening of that range, hopefully to the upside, still holding on to some level of trend line. And I, I'm looking for a breakout, right? As we even see this candle start to form today. Now, it is a big, like nice looking green candle. And with our candles, like I would love to see something that engulfs the previous open of the last day. I would really ideally like to see something that engulfs the three previous opens of the three red days that we've had so far and shows us that people are looking to, you know, um, keep that forward momentum. Now, on a predictive level, do I think that's going to happen today? No, I'm not really. I predict that Friday, you know, Fridays tend to be sell-off days. However, the price action that we're seeing right now on the S&P 500 futures looks very bullish. And that, that's something to consider, right? So we might have we might have a Green Friday. What do I know? Um, but I can compare it to the last days just from a candle perspective, right? Um, and say, hey, this is looking to be strong. But what will show me uh, that it is strong is if we do indeed close over all three of the previous bearish candles. That would give me um, a, a lot of confidence into maybe even taking a swing trade over the weekend or, or whatever, right? It would just give me confidence in, in the direction of the market. Um, if we go to the NASDAQ futures, and the ticker for that is forward slash NQ. Um, so it's a little bit of a different story over here, right? We had this upward trend. Um, that wasn't, didn't really look like a consolidation to me at all, right? So from uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Uh, so for a couple of weeks now, almost three weeks, right? Uh, we've been uptrending. And even though the past four days, three days, um, previous three days were downtrending, uh, it still really didn't break the range or break that uptrending pattern. You know, overall, NASDAQ is just booming upwards. Right. And even with these three red days, I'm still not really this wasn't a major pullback, in my opinion. This is healthy. Um, and I I even could take a little bit more of a pullback just to feel confident that we have a ton of room to run. Um, but it's the same thing. And if we look at this green candle, it is definitely almost close to engulfing yesterday's red day. Um, but it is nowhere close to engulfing uh, the past three red days and showing me that we have true bullish momentum. Um, and so that's okay. Not every candle, right? An engulfing candle is just something I want to see if I'm looking for bullish, uh, but it doesn't it doesn't need to happen. Um, just engulfing uh, the last candle from yesterday already is a strong start um, and just tells me that, you know, the market's just not going to go straight down, right? And that, that makes sense. Even if it was crashing um, or even was going to take a large pullback, it's just not going to go straight one way or the other. Um, if we look at the Russell, uh, similar thing, right? Um, we are looking at an uptrend. Uh, and if you really want to kind of think about how support and resistance can also play into reading these futures, um, let's go back. So I'm, I'm looking at all of these on a daily chart, right? I'm, I'm looking at daily candles over a year long period. Um, and we can go back one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, um, 10, 11, 12, 13. So if you go back 13 candles and look at, at, at where that line is for that very large green bar, um, and you can kind of see that it comes into the, that, the, the place where that bar stops um, follows a line where now the open for today was. And if you look on the other side of it, it also follows the same line where there was a resistance pattern another, let's just say, 10 days previous, right? So something I love to see is when a 
previous resistance turns into a support. And we can even start to, you know, can use support and resistance. You can use supply and demand zone. It doesn't matter. But it's just to say a place where people were not comfortable spending. And now all of a sudden that is the bottom line and people are absolutely comfortable. That in and of itself is a very bullish look for me. And so I'm, I'm looking out in the futures. I like to see that. I see a double bottom there, right, where we closed. Um, at a certain level, we opened straight back up. We did not continue to downtrend. Um, and, and once again, I want to see how big we can get a candle this day. How much of the past previous day's um, downtrend is it, is it going to engulf? And then last but not least, crude oil futures. Um, and I have sort of a similar thing drawn there where if I'm looking at it on a daily chart, um, this uh, last candle, well, now it's kind of coming right back down into an area where... Um, we had a previous resistance that has turned into the potential for support. Um, we definitely look like we might not close inside of that support zone, but we have to wait to see how the day the day progresses. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a decisive moment for crude oil, but I think that and the Texas thing is really coming together. And once we see um, an end to that, we'll probably continue to uptrend um, would be my prediction. So I'd love to see a strong support and a bounce here. Um, this definitely could be the potential for a buy the dip moment on any oil related stocks. And that is today's breakdown on the futures. Also, check out the Instagram post if you guys have, like, I hope that that adds a little bit of clarity onto what they actually are. Um, and I'll also post my charts that I'm looking at um, a little bit later on today. Anybody else have anything on that? I did look at it this morning before we started, and I saw that it was, you know, it was mostly green in the future. So I said, well, it might be a good day today. So I am starting to look at it a little more. Um, and I'm going to read the Instagram post that you put up about it. Hey, thank you. And and if anybody has any questions, feel free to hop up on stage, raise your hand or DM me. Um, we're going to get this futures knowledge. We're going to be able to know when the next crash is coming before it happens. That's my goal. It's not like being able to tell the future, but it's just another way to let you understand what's going on and how you can react. Um, anyways, if nobody else has anything to say, we'll go on to the next section. All right, yeah. guys, you know what time it is. It is time for a trash trade. So if you did something this week, maybe, you know, chased or something, or maybe you made a bad move yesterday during the bleed out, um, and you want to jump on stage and talk about it, now is the time. So feel free to raise your hands, and we'll get it started. Um, I'm going to get us started. Let me go back to my portfolio, because I definitely chased a couple of things. Um, and so one of my bad moves was chasing SOS. Um, I have a average price of 1237 um because I, I i caught it in the seven dollar range and then i scaled out of it and then i caught some fun after it hit like uh 1210 and then it kept going and then i saw it at like 1286 and then it pulled back a little bit at 1237 i decided to add a position after it already been up like 90 to 100 percent especially after i was watching like all the bitcoin players go to the moon so i caught a little bit of fomo there and i'm down like 22 percent yeah, I kind of have one, but I, I actually didn't make a bad trade yesterday, but this is just something to improve on and, and the constant battle against our biggest enemy, FOMO. So yesterday I did not get enough sleep. I was half awake. Definitely didn't trade. I don't like to trade when I'm not in that. And, you know, whenever I do our endings, I say like, hey, like, have you eaten? Have you slept? All, all that stuff, right? Well, I hadn't. 
And I, and I, and okay. At the same time, I always trade the same way when we have these big market corrections and stuff. I start to trade indices, right? Um, and for sure, I was talking to somebody during the day and they're like, man, SPY just went down to 387. I just bought the dip. And I was like, yeah, that does sound a good dip, like a good dip. Like if you saw support there, that is totally where I had my bar for like, you know, the bottom of support for the day. Um, and, and we and we we saved it. Right. And it was like, man, and, and they hit me up later like, oh, man, we're at 388, 389. And uh, and I I wish that I had bought in that call. You know, that's like what I normally do in these sorts of situations anyways. Um, and so I was just feeling like I was missing out. And so the, the, the fix to that is just to, uh, and I tell other people, like, it's okay to not trade. Cash is a position. You don't need to trade every day, all of that. And then still beat myself up for like, man, you should have just, you know, gone ahead and picked up that little spy call. Like, you know, you, you could have seen that. That that was an easy one. Um, but really, honestly, realistically, I was half awake and I probably would have messed up that play too. Right. So it's not like I made a bad play, but I definitely started to make a bad like mental decision to beat myself up for not trading when I decided to not trade. Um, so, yeah, no FOMO. I have FOMO, too. So but I'm like even embarrassed to admit this, but. Yesterday, I was looking at AMC calls because of the um, hearing, and I didn't even listen to the hearing. I just wanted, like, I seen AMC going up, and I was just like, I almost jumped in, so I almost had that same case of FOMO. I'm still in AMC just on the rumor of them buying out Amazon, and I know we talked about how it would be a trash trade, but I'm in the the $7 strike for, for March 19th. We'll see. I'm hoping that Amazon does something. Yeah. But if not, you'll hear about it. I ha- I have an admission. Um, yesterday, you know, my whole portfolio was bloody, uh, so I wasn't I wasn't trading at all. I was just watching it decline and crying. Um, but at the end of the day, like around three thirty, um, there was a advisor who came on the news and was talking about stocks he recommends or whatever. And one of his quick picks was. A company I've never heard of called Aspen, um, something gels. I, I can't Aspen Aerogels. Anyway, this guy he's he's a really he's a um, a regular and uh, all, he he usually picks some really good stocks. But he was uh, he just threw that name out and said, "Oh yeah, um, I would go with this one. Uh, they're getting ready to go into earnings and something something something." And I just looked at it and I saw it. You know, it was really cheap. It popped up like maybe 20 cents right when he said it. And yeah, I did the unthinkable. And I just bought 100 shares right then. Um, And then I watched it go up $2 and just sold it really quick. And then I just closed my computer because I knew what was getting ready to happen. So I kept myself, I mean, I, I succumbed to my disease, but then I, you know, turned it off really quick. So thankfully, because it's kind of in the toilet. Sorry, Elaine. No, you guys are fine. Um, I'm just pulling up my spy chart uh, because you guys know what time it is. I want to talk about spy. Okay, so look at us. Look at where we've been and look at where we're going. Um, Spy, back over 392 in pre-market. 
it's just a beautiful thing to see. Um, and, and I love this like down and up factor. Um, so like, yeah, seriously, if you saw in the dis like in the discord yesterday, like when we were going down, like I posted, um, my, my charts on spy, right. And, and you could see it right there. Um, how these Fibonacci retracements can just be super invaluable in helping you um see support and resistance and and guess at levels where we're gonna have retracements to and 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 boy did this line up just perfectly um and so here we are uh and if you're wondering how where i drew the points that i drew for my retracement um i took the low on wednesday the 10th and the high uh and, and the high that we hit on that day as well right and that my chart has been based off of that and it's it hasn't been invalidated yet so i'm still rocking and maybe i'll add extensions on it um so that i can have more points but so far it's we've just we have not broken outside of these uh numbers right and so here we go we had 387 as our low and i've been talking about that as the last previous low and we held on to that very bullish indication right there my friends um and here we are back again at this 392 level um, and so I'm going to say the same thing that I said the last time. Um, and the last time we closed over 392, our next gap up was to be at 395. Now, we obviously came straight down as soon at, right after that, right? So, sorry, Friday the 12th, we ended the day at 392. And right during, like, you know, as, uh, as we got into Tuesday, Tuesday morning, we opened up at 395, right? So is this going to happen the same time if we can end at 392 today will we open up at 395 on monday are we going to go to 395 today um this is the next leg that i'm looking for to see if we hit um and and then there are levels underneath that so the question is are we going to you know um confirm this new trend of you know an uptrend are we going to consolidate i think that would be very likely or are we going to have that friday sell-off um, which is, which is, you know, honestly, another thing that I, I very well expect. Who knows what's going to happen over the weekend, right? Um, but we just have some, some, some areas and some price points to look at. So if we can hold over 392, you guys know where I'm headed and you know where I'm looking. And we can put even some points inside of that because from 392 to 395 on SPY is a lifetime. Um, and as we look underneath that, you know, uh, 390 will then be my activation level for, hey, you know, are we going to really continue and have some bearish movement? Um, and if we did, uh, did fall under that, I might be looking to you know um, play a little bit of a short move at least down to 387 where we've, we've proven now twice in in the last two weeks that this is our most previous support region um and and a break under that would now be a, a fully uh bearish moment for me um but i expect these things to trade in a range i expect it to go both up and down and i'm excited at where spy is at to be honest last night's recovery was nice um, and puts us at a really nice place in the chart where I, I could see movement either way. Um, we have strong supports on either side um, or, or strong resistances as well. Um, and we have a proven track record that we can hit that. We're not at all-time highs yet. Um, so that's something I just love to see when I look at SPY. Anybody else uh, looking at SPY? Yeah, I'm looking at SPY. Um, I was looking at the support levels like you mentioned yesterday. And I had saw it hit the three... Uh, it hit 398 and i was like well if it doesn't crack past 396 then i guess it's indefinite buy and i'm very satisfied with what's going on today um i'm looking for as well whether or not it's going to sell off by noon um and then to see whether or not we can actually retest the high next next monday but otherwise i'm just keeping patient and looking at what's going on I was watching the Witcher as you was talking. 
Um, just getting an understanding of it. But yeah, I was watching it with you. Yeah. Um, and hey, like looking at specifically Spy, like that's just a, a gift that keeps on giving, you know, being able to check and see what the S&P 500 main index is doing um, just gives us a, a very good idea on what the top 500 most profitable companies are, or market cap companies are, are doing right now. Um, that information is valuable in damn near every industry um, and to every sector. Right. Uh, but if we're going to go take a quick look down the sectors. Uh, so let's see here. Um, I want to see what XLE is doing. Um, and I look uh, XLE. We have a you know, we, we've continued to gap up. And the question is, are we going to hold on to that momentum that we had? Um, so looking at this on a daily chart, uh, we have definitely had a severe uptrend. And let's see here. And I'm curious as to uh, if we're going to hold um, at this height at this height level. Um, yesterday was a fairly big red day, but it held its support for the last two days. Um, at the meantime, there also is a little bit of space to fill in between. And if we think about our energy sector companies, we think about the, the strain that's been put on all of them, right? Um, from electricity to oil, um, I think that there might be some potential here after we um, form a support and see if we're going to continue with this very large uptrend. Um, some people have been saying, hey, uh, some of these companies are going to go out of business because of the demand, because they're not able to pull oil because of the infrastructure problems. And at the same time, when we have large, lunar, large losers, there are also large winners. So the question is, is the overall sector going to go up? And how much in-depth knowledge can we get um, on that to be able to make a, a better play? But I'm, I'm interested, and this is nice to see energy moving. Um, it's it's kind of one of the sleepier sectors, in my opinion. Uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Let's look at XLF for a second here. Oh, yes, XLF. So I'm looking at this on a daily chart, and we're trading in a range again. Um, we've had a V-shaped movement over uh, from January to February, um, had a high of 31, come down to 29, come right back up to 31, and then a gap up. And we're sitting there for the last two days, well, three days now, right? And And in those three days... And I'm still, all of these are daily candles. So I'm trying to make it, you know, something that everybody can just pull these charts up and look at it with me. Um, and if we look at these last three days, we have, you know, doji candles, right? There's, there's indecision. Um, and it's cool. It's trading in a range. This is a consolidation pattern. And I would call this a high base. And I'm looking for a break, right? Um, I don't know if it's going to break up or break down yet. I, I don't really have... Um, but I can say that the volume is continuing and we continue to talk about the financial sector, JPM, Goldman and Sachs. We continue to talk about the crypto side of it, Square, PayPal, and to see that they are continuing to hold that momentum. The Bitcoin rally has not made this go parabolic, which is nice. Um, and also the general pullback in, in, in a lot of the other sectors has not caused financials to take a dip. Um, so here we go. We're seeing some sectors that have a little bit of resiliency. Um, and let's see, I'll, I'll keep it, I'll keep it funky and keep on moving. Um, let's look at tech. Uh, 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 where is XLY? XLK. Okay. So I'm looking at XLK right now, which is our tech sector, um, ETF. Uh, and what do we have? So in the past two days here, um, I, I've been saying we've been trading at a very high, at a very high level. Um, we've been holding, we've been very overbought, right? And I was looking for a pullback on tech as it's been holding up the whole industry. Well, now here we are. Our last high for the entire sector was at 139. We now sit at 136. We came from a low of 134 yesterday, right? Um, and if we look at yesterday's candle, it's just this giant doji. I mean, just the perfect kind of like dragonfly looking sort of doji. Um, and, and so what is does that tell us? Well, it tells us once again that there was a lot of indecision. 
it tells us that even though we had, you know, a ton of selling, there was also a lot of buying pressure and we broke out kind of evenly, right? Between, don't get me wrong, the low of the day was much farther um, than the high of the day from that middle part of our doji. Uh, but with that said, I'm still looking at this and saying, I'm seeing kind of bullish signs here. If we look at today's candle that's already starting to form, I'm seeing some very bullish signs. We know tech has the potential to come up. Um, so this pullback was very healthy, very nicely needed, um, and, and puts us in a really good spot in the chart for, you know, to have a green day if we're going to have one. Um, and I, I don't want to not only not present, um, not, sorry, I don't want to misrepresent it. There's also a bearish case here. Um, but if we look at where this candle formed, um, we definitely held a support that was a previous resistance. So if we break under this 134 level, um, I could definitely be very bearish um, and say, wow, uh, this is a complete rejection. We might see a, you know, a much larger retracement down the 128 even. Um, and, and to have that happen, we'd have to see Tesla go down. We'd have to see a couple of things. Um, but uh, for now, I'm looking at tech and saying we're in a great position in the chart. Um, and last but not least, I want to talk about consumer discretionary, which is XLY. Um, so if we look at XLY on a daily chart, once again, um, we had a rejection from a high. We've come down. We've retraced. There's a lot of chop in this chart as we look to the left, right? Um, many supports, many resistances, um, no very clear pattern. We've been trading inside of a range between 162 and 172. Um, and I'm still looking at consumer discretionary uh, to open up and, and continue to grow as we ease COVID restrictions, as we get better news on vaccination. Um, but for now, looking at how this, it, it also just gives me a pulse on the American economy and the American people saying, hey, we are not sure yet. We're not sure if we're going to be buying stuff right? Um, this is not the same sort of uptrend that we look at in XLK. This is not the same sort of uptrend that we're looking at when we see like crude oil futures, right? This is a choppy chart um, and it shows indecision. Um, so I'm looking at this for, for a clear break over our previous high, to be honest. I'm looking at this to see how that momentum will change. And that will definitely tell me a lot about the place that the market's going. Um, but right now, this is not m my sector that, I, that I'm staring at every day. Um, and I think that's it right now for the sectors. Um, let's do a quick refresh and let's talk about some news. Welcome to the number one pre-market show on Clubhouse presented by Stockhouse University. We are not financial advisors and this is not financial advice. This is a conversation among friends that love stocks and want to improve our profitability by coming here every day and talking about the market, relevant news, and how we're going to use that information to profit. We think education should be accessible and affordable to everyone, so we have a free, a completely free Discord that has tons of resources and over 1,600 amazing members at all different skill levels that are all talking about the market and trying to grow as well. We also have free classes on Sundays. We would love it if you would join the community and contribute because together we are so much more powerful than we are individually. Invite your friends, invite your family. Let's all create opportunities for generational wealth. All right, y'all. Um, let's talk about the news. Who's got news for me? And also, I have news. So let's let's get into this real quick. I got over. news. Uh, um, first, Nest, then Olivier. Okay, so um, Uber lose their lost their Supreme Court case in the UK, um, and basically the Supreme Court in the UK ruled that Uber would have to start paying their um, drivers as employees and not contractors. And the reason for that is because they do treat them as employees and not contractors, and um, they have no say in how much they make. Um, they get punished for if they get bad ratings. It's not like a 
contract relationship. So I, I thought that was interesting. And I think during pre-market, Uber was down because of that. Um, the power's back on in Texas. So I think earlier this week, Gary mentioned um, an ETF called Nails, which I think is triple leveraged, but it holds Home Depot and Lowe's and so does Homes. So those would be some in the home building sector in general will probably be interesting to watch these next couple days. And then Elon, Elon Musk is like pumping the market again. Um, so he made some controversial tweets, I think, about... Bitcoin being better than cash. God, I can't wait to have that aftermarket talk, man. Olivia, what do you got for us? Yeah, I got something from the pharma. Pfizer and BioNTech submitted a COVID-19 vaccine stability data to standardize um, freeze temperature to U.S. FDA. Um, I think this is pretty much related to trying to get vaccines to work without necessarily needing uh, freezer. As simple as that sounds, it would make the transportation of all vaccines so much more easier. And it's just something that I hope actually accelerates. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge cost to uh, the sector overall. Um, from a distribution standpoint, trying to be able to um, uh, get these products out to, um, you know, the different cities. And the mere fact that uh, they require temperature-controlled, um, you know, spaces, it, it, it puts a big strain on everything. Yeah, that's actually why I've been so bullish on the Inovio vaccine, um, because it's the one that doesn't require refrigeration, but they've never brought a, like a, an actual product to market. So, God dang it, Inovio, come save us. You know, another piece of that puzzle is Palantir being involved in... Um, understanding the uh, computer science part of the analytics part of figuring out who needs what vaccine where and how fast it can get there. Um, if you heard my our aftermarket conversation yesterday, I went slightly deep on on Palantir and also the, the use case for big data and why. Okay, and I'm not going to do it right now. Um, but I will say uh, I've been talking about it. It's been on discount. Kathy Woods has been buying it. And I think Palantir is up in pre-market, right? Um, just, just off of that. Uh, also, um, so some news that I've been looking at, and there's so much, um, so DraftKings, Penn, MGM, Caesar, our, our favorite, uh, sports betting things are up, uh, looking up, uh, as sports betting in Canada is gaining momentum. Hey, AR, definitely got to meet yourself, bro. Um, yeah, sorry. So we have news that, uh, let's see. Oh, legislation to approve single game sports betting in Canada is heating up right now. Um, uh, which won in the commons by a margin of 303 to 15. So they're going to do it. Um, other than that, airlines pushing uh, sent, sent a letter, an open letter to Biden, uh, looking for more uh, incentives, green incentives, as they look to the future. We know airlines have been losing money on a daily basis. We also know uh, that this is one of the industries that is a big part of, of business. It's a big part of our e-commerce. It's a big part of everything. And, and they do need some help. And that's like very tradable information, right? How many people have talked about Jivo um, and that uh, uh, whatever clean uh, jet fuel, right? Uh, safe, a safe aviation fuel, SAF. There we go. Um, and so if we do get some legislation, some other incentives from Biden um, to help uh, um, help ease some of the, you know, the monetary problems these airline companies are having. I mean, God, we've been seeing them slowly start to recover anyways, but, you know, 
for those who are holding, this is important news. And for those who are looking at trying to get some exposure to something that, you know, might still have a lot of value in it, these airlines are definitely an op opportunity there. Um, and the ETF for that, by the way, is Jets, um, if you don't want to hold any single one. Um, let's see. Uh, last but not least, um, Apple. Uh, there's some more Apple news. Um, a company called Energis Corp, um, ticker, ticker WATT, up 30% in pre-market trading on a report that Apple is working on a magnetically attached battery packer for the newest iPhones. Um, and this accessory could wirelessly charge the phone, according to a Bloomberg report. Um, Watt has a short interest of 7 point two of the float so it's not giant to be honest but either way this this company clearly uh is is very small and could take a pop we know what some slight apple news does to any you know low low cap company and here's another one we have some positive news on it so that's something i'm going to be interested at looking at into the day and i think i'll end it there and the watt news is a rumor people are buying that um it's just speculation. They think that they're going to go with them, but it's just speculation. So just as fast as it went up, it could go down if news is released that they don't have that partnership. Yeah, uh, what's the uh, ticker? W-A-T-T. Um, but thank you, Ness. Rumor. Um, so I don't want to say anything as a confirmation if it's not. Thank you. Hey, good morning, guys. Can can everybody hear me? Elaine, can you guys hear me? I'm driving, so that's what I'm asking. Yep. Hey, good morning, Thomas. Good you morning. got some news for us, man? Uh, no, I don't have any news. I'm just gonna uh, follow up with the the vaccine info. Um, I don't know who said it, but uh, the guy vaccine info. So basically, once he said that, I was like, all right, well, let me check just my watch list, and they're all down. So all the companies that were pretty much slated to be the the you know transport vaccine companies that down because they had to have in order to be in that uh race you had to have vehicles that could keep that could refrigerate the vaccines at a certain degree um so just giving you guys a heads up they're all down now um and if they continue to be the main companies in there um even beyond the whole temperature thing they'll end up going back up so and it's uh it's thermo fisher Lynn, and I think it's like one more that I was looking at. J and J. All right. Uh, well, with that said, um, let's move on to the next segment. Pump house. All right. Uh, so I, I just wanted to create a segment where we talk about the stocks that are kind of pumping pre-market. And then we can also talk about our watch list. It's sort of blended together. And I, I don't know that that's ever going to change. Um, but here we are. And I was kind of holding on to this because um, it's 50-50 news. But here we are. Roku um, up uh, in the morning. Um, and so far, I've seen that analysts have raised the price target from $410 to $600 a share. Um, and you know, we know what Roku does um, in terms of having a platform. Uh, we've seen that the margins off of their advertising segment are actually larger and show um, serious room for growth. Uh, and I I'm liking this company. I actually don't think that this is too much of a, like, you know, a hype pump. I think Roku is actually worth that valuation. Um, and it's nice to see, it's nice to see that strong upward movement on a company that actually has underlying fundamentals that, you know, validate the reason for it as opposed to something that's just going up off of hype uh, like a watt. So that's good for me. Um, anybody else have anything that they're seeing uh, pump, pre-market movers, that type of stuff? 
Um, well, I didn't actually look, but I'm just going to say this because stocks tend to like run in sympathy to each other. But I think like if Roku makes a move, you could probably watch Netflix and um, other similar stocks because sometimes they run together. So that's my thought. So I've got two of them. I'm looking at a JMP. It's up 114% on Q4 results and Vaxinex, VC, and X up 88% on signing two multi-project deals. Um, I'm also just running through my scanners. I'm looking at a JFU, which has a 34% volume change. Um, I'm trying to figure out what's going on there. So I'll, I'll post it in the Discord once I find it. I'll also throw in uh, UAVS, everybody's favorite um, stock that really I just don't get it, uh, which just had an option. So, hey, maybe I'll get back into it. Um, it's up in free market. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know that there's any like new news um, about the deal. I, I don't see anything. It's just it's pumping again. But if you look at it from a daily chart, right, and you look at yesterday, it's a knife. Um, so it's not something I would touch, but if we look at the intraday price action right now, like she, she does look prime and tasty. Um, so, you know, uh, I, do I think that this company is worth the hype that people put behind it? No, not really. Not currently. Um, they are, they're not making money, but with that said, look at the price action. So she's a pumper. I did want to say there was one more thing that actually Thomas brought up about the, uh, about the COVID vaccine plays and how they're all down. There is one that's up and I'm looking at NVAX on the signing agreement for the distribution of 1.1 billion COVID, va COVID vaccines worldwide. So NVAX is up on that. Also, um, Bitcoin is testing, I think, 53K. So um, another sympathy play, Mara, Riot, and all of those mining stocks. Um, Christopher probably knows some like good penny ones that will run with it. Uh, yeah, Ebon, DPW. But I've been calling Ebon out for like two weeks, so. Yeah, Ebon, DPW. DPW, if it tests seven a day, like, I have a 7.5 contract. Um, but if it, if it holds over seven a day, I'd be looking at that long term. Um, I got one. In terms of the weed, I have YOLO and CAN. I was looking at them as ETFs. I'm not really trying to rush around and try to nitpick all the different stocks. Those are pretty solid ETFs that you can get into. And once again, the ticker is YOLO, Y-O-L-O. And then can C A N. Oh, and guys, <laughs> yesterday we talked about um, nano dimensions, and like I thought I missed my entry, but I guess not because it's down. And it, I think it dropped all the way down to 1365 yesterday. So I might pick up some of that. And I talk about the same stocks because I trade the same stocks. <laughs> I mean, I still want to like point out, um, like looking at the sector ETF for that, like print is still down. You know, it's it's not just nano dimensions. The entire sector is down, um, which is cool. So, you know, I, much like everything, like if you look at it on a four hour chart or a daily chart, those straight big red bars, this is a falling knife right now. Um, and and I, at least for me, and I, I would want to say, like, look for confirmation of a trend reversal first, right? Our next support, like on the print ETF is a whole another 10% down from here. Um, I could see this going down another 10% before the potential, you know, whatever, before we have a place where we have historically supported our this price action. And, you know, we can be a little bit more confident that we're not just buying something that's going to drop tomorrow. Um, with that said, it's opening up green today, but uh, just, just things to look at because I, you know, we we both talk about data dimensions and desktop metal.
Um, all right. I kind of want to just get to everybody's regular watch list uh, so that we can, you know, end on a good time frame. So let's get to it. Apple. Um, we talk about Apple. Um, the price action on Apple hasn't been what I, I wanted to see, um, but that's okay. At the same time, a stock like this is something whenever she decides to start uptrending again, we're going to play that, you know? And if she wants to continue downtrending, that's cool. There's plenty of other places in the market where I can find um, nice upside. Um, but uh, as we're looking at it today, we closed yesterday at 129. Right now we sit at 130. And these large 10 numbers for me are just really decisive moments um, in places where we can, we're always going to see a little bit of struggle in price action and consolidation. Um, and here we are yet again, holding at 130.43. Um, uh, but I'm not sure yet. So for this, this 130 level will be a big deal for me. Um, and if we can hold over 130, you know, I'm looking for 131, maybe even up to 134 um, would be like kind of the height that I'm expecting for the day and in the range that I would trade inside of, right? If we hit 131 and hold, okay, maybe I will buy a call and look for 134 and see if we can hit that um, because that would be the last place uh, where we had another strong support that might turn into a resistance. Um, and on the other side, 127, we took a nice bounce off of 127. And that is uh, uh, like based off of a fib and support and resistance that I drew in in the middle of January, right? That has not been invalidated yet. And it continues not to be invalidated, although we have an even stronger support at 126. Um, and so, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna start going bearish again, I could see us going down to 127.21 or 126 at the lowest, and I, I I could play that downside as well. Or if you're somebody who just wants to buy the dip, I would wait till we get there and start to look to see if we can confirm an uptrend from those points. Right. Um, so we just have a lot of activation levels. I'm, I'm happy to see Apple moving wherever she decides to settle and start to, you know, give us that normal uh, Apple style volatility. I'm happy to I'm happy to play her. And if she doesn't, I'm happy to sit it out and wait for a little while. Um, Ness, uh, do you have any stocks that are on your watch list right now? No, I actually don't. Not today. It's OK. Uh, let's go, Chris. Um, do you have any stocks that are on your watch list for today? Yeah, I'm actually going to add to the pump house and put it on my watch list. I don't have an entry and exit yet, but I am checking the chart and I like uh, I'm looking at EOLS and ABBV. EOLS specifically just got halted. Uh, Avi Evils and uh, Meditox announced a resolution of intellectual property litigation. And so it just halted at 774. Uh, the way the charts look, they just broke 920 at a 52-week uh, high, and this was on 125-2021. And so after it unhalts, if it, it, it halted up, if it continues to, to make an uptrend, I'm looking for that 920 to be broken again. All right, let's go to the other side. Olivia, the secret sniper, man. What, what, what's on your watch list for today? Um, today for like big caps, I'm just looking at QQQ and uh, Tesla, see how that's moved. And then, you know, your favorite, you know, Elaine PLTR, I'm going to look at that as well to see what I can do, if I can add or not. Um, I'm playing that right now before I do long term. In terms of other things, VCNX um, is moving for me today and I really like it. Um, it's another pharmaceutical that's basically getting a active and active MAB platform. Um, other than that, I'm not really seeing anything else is moving. That's it. Oh, actually, TAOP is um, going into an agreement for blockchain investment, and that's a crypto play in itself. That's it. 
We'd love to hear it. Uh, hey, Fly. Yo, this man be coming in every single day with a decent set of watch lists. Fly, what are you looking at for the day? I got a good one for y'all. I spoke about it yesterday. It wasn't quite ready yesterday. But uh, Netflix, my entry, 551.46. Um, it's got two price targets. The first price target is 556.59. The second price target is 586.34. Um, my stop loss, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it at uh five forty-five even. And the analyst price target for it is six hundred and thirty-two dollars and ninety cents. Beautiful. Uh and maybe one day we're gonna have the whole streaming conversation again, because I've been super bullish on Netflix, like along with you, but the case for Disney, I mean, you should have both of them, but the case like for Disney is, is continuously growing. It's it's a crazy one. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Uh, Daya, uh, do you have anything on your watch list you'd like to share with us for the day? Going once, going twice. All right, Daya. Daniel, how about you, man? Do you have anything on your watch list you want to share with us for the day? Nothing in particular. I mean, I'm watching PLTR and Apple uh, to watch my stuff recover, and um, I might be looking to get some exposure to this Bitcoin stuff, but that's about it. If you're holding Bitcoin exposure over the weekend, you, sir, are, are, are brave. AR, good morning, no, man. No, 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 we're not doing that. Okay, we're just a day. You're just going to day trade it. Now, now I feel you. <laughs> AR, welcome back, man. It's been a minute since we've seen you. Uh, how you feeling? I'm not bad, man. Uh, yeah, I was out of commission uh, about a, was it not even last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, early last week. Um, but feeling better, feeling better. Good, to glad get, to hear it. Yeah, starting um, to get back. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at Amazon today, um, and uh, I may uh, play a uh, potential stop off of that. Um, we have two levels right now, uh, 3328 and 3355. Um, yeah, I'm kind of feeling kind of bullish today on it. Um, but again, I, I like that uh, early pullback, you know, out of, out of the open. So, yeah, let's see where it goes. Interesting. Yeah. For those who trade Amazon, I mean, she, she's definitely a giver, and it's been nice to see her start to actually give us some momentum and give us some moves. Good morning, Candice. Welcome to the stage. Good morning. So I really didn't want to talk about what I've been watching, but I will say that I have been looking at subs just because I'm interested in all of the streaming um, streaming stocks. But what I really wanted to say is I was one of the ones that um, DM'd you about the futures, and so I just really wanted to say thank you and that I do appreciate you. Stock mom. <laughs> um, it, it is helpful for me to see it, and I was able to follow along this morning. And I just want to say it's good to see you back, Chris. Welcome. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And shout out Stock Mom. Like, if y'all don't appreciate her value, please leave. She's amazing. That was aggressive, but thank thank you so much, y'all. I, I do appreciate it. And I and I can't wait to share a little bit more about the future stuff. I'm so happy. Thank you for that confirmation. Um, because I I really yeah, I'm excited too. I'm I'm happy to share the knowledge, and I hope that it's it's going to become really really clear for everybody. Um, so we've it got really a little bit help. of thank you. Um, 
we've got a little bit of extra time. Not like that. If anybody has any questions they kind of want to bring about any of the things we've talked about, or we can kind of go down and hit a second stock on our watch list. Like, man, we have done good. Um, it, it, it's either or. If anybody has any questions, raise your hand and come to the stage. And if not, uh, I can I can keep going. Yeah, I, I can keep going too. Let's drop one more ticket. Let's drop one more ticket, then. Let's just go down the line. All right, Chris, uh, you, you can start it off. What, what do you got for us? What's your second? Oh gosh, I was definitely hoping not to go first. Um, all right, cool. Let me <laughs> let me pull it up. All right, so if I do take a new position today, I'm gonna be looking at. Honestly, I'm gonna ride James's coattail. I mean, not James, Olivier's coattail here, and and I'm gonna play spy. Um, looking for that 394 range in the next week. What about you, Fly? What do you got for us? Uh, I don't know. I think I forgot who it was, but uh, I had said it early in the week, and I'm looking at it again. Palantir, if it if it hits this 3289, it's gonna run a little bit. So I like I like it at this 3289 level. Um, my stop will be, I, I'm a, my stop will be. I'll do 30, 30 even, and my price target is 39 dollars. Little quick, little money, right quick. Yeah. Um. So for me, uh, I can go and say I'm looking at a company called uh Holicity. What's the ticker? H O L. Um. And and they're actually like a, a spec. I think this is a spec play. Um. And and they're looking to acquire a company called Astra or something like that. Um, anyways, uh, the news looks really good on them. Um, I'm looking at this. If we look at this consolidation pattern and this break that we've had in the past day, um, it's going to approach an all-time high again. We have a strong upward movement. If you look at where the volume is, it's it's a nice spike. And the intraday price action for the past two days is showing me kind of a bull flag potentially. Um, so I'd love to see this break over that 2247 level. Um, and and once again, it's a SPAC kind of hypish play. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sort of into the technology and the company. I will say real quick that I, uh, Vanessa, your NEPT call just hit the actual 170 um, offering price. So I'm checking that out too. So thank you for that. No problem. All right. For me, I'm looking at um, IPA right now. It's Im Immuno Anti. That's the name of the actual company. And there's nothing really like big about them. They just have some SARS COVID two data that they were using on a hamster. And like I do pharmaceuticals, I went to school for medicine, so it's like I just anything medicine, I'm gonna look into it. All right, I got one more, and then and we'll have to wrap it up. Um, so there's another company that Kathy Woods has been buying called ACIC. Um, it's another SPAC, um, and and what they're doing is it's just a it's an EV company but they do flying. It's like a flying uh, EV company, sorry. And they have these sort of helicopter slash planes that are all battery powered and uh, they're trying to take over Uber. Um, if you look at the momentum of this company over the past you know, couple of days, it's, it's been great. Um, so I'm kind of looking to see if we're going to continue that uptrend. This would be more of a momentum play, to be honest, um, and also catching it on EV hype. Uh, so with that said, uh, let's start to close out. And uh, I think Vanessa, um, do you want to 
talk about the seminar, or Chris or, or whoever. I can do it too. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, Lane, right before you get into that, could, could you uh, give me that ticker? I'm sorry. Um, alpha, Kappa, I, Kappa. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's A, C, I, C, you guys. I'm so terrible okay. with this. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. You could tell I was not in a fucking fraternity with that shit. Okay, anyways, next. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, yeah, we're having a seminar. It's March 6th. I actually created a new coupon code because someone in the Discord acts after it expired. So the new code is STOCKMOM, and um, that code will be good, I think, until Sunday night. So if you guys are interested in joining, please do. There's information. Hi. Hello. Um, there's more information on the Eventbrite um, with what the class is going to be about and stuff. We have our Discord. Please feel free to join it. Follow us on Instagram. We also launched our YouTube yesterday. So, guys, go subscribe, like, support us. Um, if you ever miss a call, now you can listen to it on YouTube. So, um, definitely do that. And I think that's it. Wait, I got one, though, because it's not just YouTube. Actually, I think we just figured out we're, we're going to be on all major streaming services. It's going to take a couple days, um, but... Uh, yeah, we, we, we got the Spotify deal. It's coming through. We got the Apple Music. It's coming through. Um, we're going to be available however you want to to get this information. Um, and so and, and, and both conversations at that. Uh, so, yeah, as that information comes out, please subscribe. Um, and, yeah, I, I know a lot of people kind of listen to us on the way to work, on, on in the middle of doing stuff. So this way you don't, you know, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. And you can still, you know, hear the conversations and, and hear about the tickers. Yeah, I wanted to add with that because I'm I'm trying to work on uploading in. If you guys could please do me a solid in the Discord and post some of other streaming services that you guys like, and we'll look into it just so we can broaden the range for everyone. But hopefully Spotify and SoundCloud really solidify, solidifies the deal with, you know, people driving to work and such. Right. And um, we're here every morning, an hour before market. So if this is your first time joining us, we'll be back on Monday morning and every morning, um, an hour before the market. And then we're on we're on in the afternoons at five o'clock. Uh, make sure you're following all the moderators. Hit the bell. Um, so that way you can be alerted when we come on because we don't have a club. <laughs> also, real quick, y'all keep y'all out on AMD. If it hit this ninety thirty three, might be a good play. I know, I know you like AMD, Elaine. You know I do, and Nvidia's on the watch list too. I just didn't. We didn't have time to get into it, but like Nvidia's on the watchy watch list, uh, the the real one. Um, but with that said, uh, we always uh, we're gonna end on time today, you guys. And uh, our, our our resident affirmations queen Rawa has decided to come and bless us. Um, Rawa, do you have a an affirmation to start us off for the day today? Hey guys, good morning. Um, take a deep breath. I live and breathe the stock market. I love stock market trading. I have an intuition for making great stock trades. Successful stock trading is normal for me. I can see trends developing in the market. Making huge amounts of money on the stock market is easy. Good luck, everybody. Right on time. Hey, everybody. Have a great day. Um, we'll see you in the aftermarket. Good luck, y'all. Peace. Have a good, have a good, day. Day. Have a good day, everybody.
Take care, everyone. Have a great one.